December 26, 2009, living in a prison, walking towards death, dying inside, fighting a battle that we never asked for, walking in something that I just can't handle. Why me? Why this? Why now? It's killing not only me, but my family. COVID sucks. What is this? Where did it come from? Sink or swim. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. Hey, if you're listening to our podcast, please like and share. Help us to build the community that needs to hear this. We really would appreciate your support. Welcome back to our Sink or Swim podcast. I think it's important that we get into when this all first started. We've talked a little bit about some of the challenges that we're dealing with right now, and we'll continue to talk about those as we move forward with these podcasts. But I really think it's important to talk about that day because there was a day, there was an event. I think that it's important to bring that to light so that we can understand or you can understand where we came from and where we're headed. Hey friends, this is Stacy. Not only am I a co-host for the Sink or Swim Chronic COVID Syndrome, but I'm also the creator of a Facebook group called Frontline Nurses. Frontline Nurses is a global platform for nurses to unite from around the world to support each other while we battle this invisible enemy. If you're a nurse, please consider joining our group at Frontline Nurses. So I vividly remember it was the day after Christmas, December 26, 2019. Now, at this point, we hadn't heard of COVID yet. We know as COVID today wasn't even, for lack of better words, an option of this event on December 26, 2019. So let me tell you about the event. We had a house full of company. Doug woke up and he couldn't get out of bed. He was so dizzy. He was so not. He was so incapacitated that he had to go to the bathroom really bad, but he couldn't get out of bed. So I tried to help him get out of bed to go to the bathroom and I couldn't do it. So what I did was I went and got my son and I went and got my nephew and I went and got my daughter to try to get him out of bed. Now, it's important to know that we have been married for over 30 years at this point. I have never seen this man sick except with chicken pox that he got because one of my bridesmaids in my wedding had chicken pox and he had never had them. So he got chicken pox two weeks after we got married. Other than that, Doug has never been sick. So here we are. He can't get him out of bed. I'm just beside myself. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is the flu because, you know, we're in flu season. We don't know anything about COVID yet. We just like took him to the bathroom a couple times that day and he just stayed in bed. We just got him up and down, three or four of us. Our son and our nephew was who was there. And I just would add to what you just got done saying is, is that the it's it's so extremely difficult to put terms to what was felt because you said dizziness but I couldn't describe it as dizziness it was way 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 beyond worse than that it was all so bad that you had our son and nephew come in and help you with it yeah I I couldn't do it 
on my own. I tried, but I couldn't. And I kept saying, I need to call an ambulance. I need to call an ambulance. And you wouldn't let me. I was being stubborn. We've pretty much decided at this point that nobody would have known what to do with me anyway, because no one knew COVID even existed yet. Thinking that, okay, it's probably the flu. So let's just see how things go in the next couple days. Well, he finally was able to get out of bed a couple days later. But when he got out of bed, he would have to hold on to the walls. If he was sitting down, he would have to hold on to the furniture he was sitting on because he kept describing this really, really bad vertigo. It was all he could say to give me an idea of what he was feeling. But he would say, but I know it's not vertigo. But it's the only thing, only word I can come up with that might help you understand what I'm feeling. Yeah, it felt like my body was completely disconnected from my mind to where my body felt like it was going everywhere. It wasn't the room spinning. It wasn't my body spinning. It was some other dimensional feeling that it was so disconnected that I could not, I did not have any control over it. If I stood up, it kicked in. If I rolled over, it kicked in. If I laid down, sat down, any real movement, it kicked in. And it just, I could not describe it. And I've had years and years and years of describing disequilibrium, vertigo, dizziness. I could not describe it. Hey friends, this is Stacy. Not only am I a co-host for the Sink or Swim Chronic COVID Syndrome, but I'm also the creator of a Facebook group called Frontline Nurses. Frontline Nurses is a global platform for nurses to unite from around the world to support each other while we battle this invisible enemy. If you're a nurse, please consider joining our group at Frontline Nurses. That's how this episode manifested. We're a couple days down the road. Like I said, he was able to get out of bed with some assistance. He was so very unstable, but he held on to walls. I held on to him, whatever it took to get him from room to room. As it went on and it didn't seem like anything was getting any better, we ended up in the emergency room a couple times. By this time, we've heard about COVID. This has gone on for several months now. Still, same thing. Dizzy, I I guess. That's just what I'm going to call it, vertigo. COVID now is in the spotlight. It's the very beginning of it. We go to the emergency room. He's having palpitations. I'm feeling he's sitting on the sofa next to me and I just look at him. I could feel that his skin was cool and clammy and I could see the look in his eyes that there was something not right, that it was a fear of something. And he said, would you check my pulse? So I am a nurse. What I could feel when I was palpating his pulse was that he was having what's called bigeminal preventricular contractions, that his heart was skipping every other beat. And he was very symptomatic with that. He'd never felt it before. So we ended up going to the emergency room for that. It was validated on his EKG that every other beat was being skipped. They asked us if we had, if there's a possibility that we could have been in contact with COVID, of course, no, 
we you know we hardly even knew what it was yet but at that point we had no idea that maybe we were in contact with covid they ended up sending us home we went back kind of with the same complaints when he wasn't getting any better and i thought it was the flu we did go to our primary care physician she sent us she did a couple things she she thought maybe he had had a stroke you know he's at this point 52 in our mind pretty young for a stroke and it didn't seem like that was how the episode unfolded so she tried to rule that out but she wanted us to see an ear doctor so we made an appointment went to see the ear doctor and what he diagnosed was the benign proximal positional vertigo that b PPV. And that's what he said was happening. So he gave us all these exercises to move Doug's head around, to position him, to help his rocks, is what he called them, in his head, to get back into the position it needed to be. We were ecstatic thinking that we knew what was going on. So Doug worked on that for several weeks. It made somewhat improvements. So I mean, at the beginning of all of this, it gave hope. Yeah, we thought we thought we had figured it out. We thought it was over. And it gave it a diagnosis. So those two things. So I mean, literally, I went, I did the positional, I stayed, I slept sitting up, which is horrible to me. I cannot sleep sitting up. It's, it's just not normal. But I did it for I don't know how many days. It seemed to make a difference but now in hindsight i believe that that difference was more mental because the dizziness what we'll call dizziness just was slowly making some progressive improvements i got to a point where i felt like i could walk without being concerned about losing control we gave credit to the treatment for the bppv but it was not now in hindsight it was not really a treatment that ultimately ended up helping for what we were really dealing with. When I first got sick, looking hindsight, we look back and we know now in December, outside of all of us common people, they were aware that there was something going on with a coronavirus 19, COVID-19 overseas. We had family and friends that went to visit New York City. They'd never been there before. So when they went to visit, we know now that in the city of New York, COVID-19 existed. Nobody public-wise knew. I'm not sure if anybody did. We're not going to do politics here. We're not going to do conspiracy theories here. We're just going to discuss stuff that we know. And the fact is that we know that there was COVID-19 in New York City in December of 2019. Our family and friends were there for seven to ten days. They came home in the first couple of weeks of December. They got sick approximately two weeks after the middle of the time frame that they were in New York City. I got sick at almost exactly two weeks after they got home, which was December 26, 2019. My symptoms included loss of taste, loss of smell, headache, vision and dizziness, and body aches, everything. Shortness of breath and shortness of breath, coughing, cardiac event, as what she just got done explaining to us. It fits, but we did not have testing. No one had testing. 
So those of us who got sick early are potentially, in fact, I know there's nothing potentially about it. We have nothing to lay on paper to prove we got sick from COVID. We got all the symptoms. We got all of this long-term chronic COVID syndrome, but literally no positive COVID test, but I had all of the symptoms. Walking through, I even ended up with something that's called COVID toe. Ultimately, this happened about multiple weeks to about three months into this whole process, but it kept going and kept going and kept going. My diagnosis, just like a ton of us out here, was by hindsight realizing what the symptoms were way back when I got sick. During all of that, and even still up to today, so many doctor's visits, so many specialty visits, so much labs, and nothing, no one. We would get a diagnosis from a doctor, whatever doctor it might have been, and we would just be so excited that we have an answer. Nope. It would turn out that none of it, none of it was the answer to what's going on. We still can't figure out what's going on. Doug keeps saying that, well, I've watched him decline so quickly over the last year with his functioning. So in summary, with what we started this podcast about, we wanted to describe that day because you know that life is described a lot of times by a defining event before we moved, after we moved, before one of the defining events in our life is before December 26, 2019 and after December 26, 2019. As we talk about that day and as we move through what's been happening along the way, it's very confusing to Doug and to myself about what still, what is happening, what happened, what is happening, and what what can we do. In our next podcast, we're going to talk in detail about Doug's signs and symptoms and the way his life has changed. And hopefully you will join us for that podcast that will be coming very shortly. But thanks for joining us today for the event. Hey friends, this is Stacy. Not only am I a co-host for the Sink or Swim Chronic COVID Syndrome, but I'm also the creator of a Facebook group called Frontline Nurses. Frontline Nurses is a global platform for nurses to unite from around the world to support each other while we battle this invisible enemy. If you're a nurse, please consider joining our group at Frontline Nurses. So you're listening to Sink or Swim, a lived experience. We're dealing with covid COVID-19, coronavirus, long hauler, long COVID, all of it, it's really chronic COVID syndrome. You're joining us in our podcast. We're going to have more coming. We want, we request, we need you to follow the podcast, share the podcast to everyone, family and friends, because there's a lot of people out there that need to hear both what we're doing, what we're going through, what we're talking about, but they also need to have the understanding that they're not alone. And the only way a lot of them are even going to know this exists is if you share it. You follow it, you share it, you talk about it in your social media, and comment because your comments helps other people to be able to talk with you and with us. Follow us, 
please share and please feel free to comment on every single one of these. You can tell other people to search their favorite podcasts and what they're looking for is sink or swim, long haulers, long COVID, because we want to make sure that people find it. We're dealing with chronic COVID syndrome. You're not alone. We have a choice. We can just sit here and sink, but we're going to swim and we're going to do it together. So welcome to Sink or Swim, a lived experience. Thanks for joining us. I'm Doug. That's Stacy. And yes, thank you for joining us. Hey, if you're listening to our podcast, please like and share. Help us to build the community that needs to hear this. We really would appreciate your support.